0: tomorrow's let's get it rolling dan that's what you just said to me before you hit record and i like that we're rolling baby welcome to out of the podcast your favorite podcast it's fun to say it twice that's a good thing about putting that in the title you know that's true it is it says what it is you know our intentions are out there the entire time aren't they inspector dan they certainly are yeah yeah you want to be direct i feel like we're pretty direct it's true. That's some good inspections, Dan, on uh life. I like that. Good uh, inspecting in life. Gentleman Joey here to say as a gentleman, well done. Good good inspection. Thank you. I'm messing with my mic placement. I wonder how that's gonna sound. Did you oh, notice thought... anything on your end? Yeah, you I... can't see it what I was doing, so Yeah, I, I I was thinking about if you had
1: another can of like a drink there or something like that you were opening up. I saw you. am drinking one this earlier. is a fresh
0: open. This is uh am I'm, I'm a LaCroix boy now. What, uh, what flavor is that? I went with Tangerine Dream. It's just How called Tangerine, but of course I have say it. It's I, the only one I could drink. I'm really trying to do this and, and cut back on those sodas I love so much. Um, yeah, I'm getting used to it. Is it good? Yeah. You know, as I'm getting cl- so close to 40, which is so insane for me to like take in and think about, I'll be 37 at the end of this year. Holy geez. I got to start drinking these. I got to take care of the old body. I'm
1: not there yet, so I have I have a couple more years to reach Enjoy that. Enjoy so yourself, I, I can, yeah, please. I can drink do poison until then. On end, my behalf,
0: go ahead and do it.
1: Yeah, one of these days. I mean, I think that's my issue with seltzer is just you like, tell them, Alice. Yeah, it's it's not strong enough for me. It doesn't have as much flavor. Like it, when it tastes too seltery straight up, that it's that fucking kind of water, exists. dude. The yeah. worst
0: drink of all time. Like I mean, water. Of course, it's a great stepping stone. But we've created so many delicious beverages ever since, and it's tough to go backwards. But I'm gosh darn it, I'm trying
1: water is the foundation you know what i mean like you need the foundation but but you need more you need more than that (laughs) truer
0: words ever spoken my friend welcome to the show water is the foundation we're always saying that there's our next sticker yep that that's why i'm here out of the podcast water is the foundation that sounds like something bruce lee would say i remember when he was talking about that water being all philosophical i thought you were about about
1: Bruce Springsteen or something
0: (laughs) Remember when Bruce Springsteen wrote that song about that time Bruce Lee was on that uh, talk show talking about how to be like water?
1: Uh, I do remember that that? speech. Yeah, I I love that.
0: I remember seeing that as a kid in like some documentary or something. And I was like, that that really blew me away. Bruce Lee rules. Uh, Did you get that box set? The Criterion box set? Look, of course.
1: Okay, good. It's fantastic! Works. It's yeah. fantastic. I I was I was very thrilled. I mean, I got anyway. that
0: at a Barnes and Noble half off sale. The best time to get those Giganto Criterion sets. I, I think we're pretty we're due for one soon. July, July next one. Are we in July when this is out? I think we may be in June still. We're but still in
1: June. Yeah. All right. Well, June. heads
0: up, everybody, it's coming.
1: Yeah, July and November uh, is Barnes and Noble every year. Does anyone want any
0: movies out. to come out on Blu-ray? Just let us know, and we'll mention it on the show, and uh, we'll we'll conjure it. We've been we have a good track record lately.
1: Yeah, we've, we've been like soothsayers or something. I don't, I don't like crystal ball action. Yeah, like I guess movies. that's just what
0: happens when you do a podcast. You, your, your word be, and intention becomes powerful.
1: Yeah, like words are gun. powerful. Yeah. Water is the foundation and words are powerful. These are, we're, we're, we're coming up. We're coming I feel up like with when you great... originally
0: said water is the foundation, you actually said water and it was great, but it's now devolved to water. and uh, I
1: It devolves that the that faster I talk, I think. I think that's yeah. the problem.
0: The more casual you become. Yes. Yeah. I. I <laughs> you, you hear me say I hate it, and then two seconds later, I'm going to say I love it. So that's, it's truly how I feel. I don't know. I like it sometimes. I hate it other times. Welcome to the show.
1: Welcome to the show.
0: <laughs> Dan, uh, I, let's start with the bad news first, right? Yes. I'm Boy, worried. my yesterday, you should be worried. It was terrible, my friend. What happened? My car broke down when I was driving home from work. It started making some noise, and I'm like, boy, I hope that isn't me. And then it turned out it was. I'm in rush hour. I'm in the left lane, needing to get all the way over. It was a nightmare. And it's still in the process. It's either I'm about to find out if it's covered by this like warranty recall thing. Yeah. Or I'm completely fucked.
1: <laughs> that sucks. So you, you get it towed, I guess?
0: I had to get it towed. Thankfully, like once things got to where they're going because I was waiting for like two hours on the side of the road oh. I, right after a toll booth they got five dollars out of me that's and, how they uh, get you. that's how they get you but there was a, a recall no I have a Kia a recall notice came in this year about the engine and it seems like this might actually be what happened so I think I might be covered that would be Great, if that's covered. I'll have an update for you next week. And uh, boy, it's going to be fun listening to the edit of this episode when I'm saying all this and knowing what happened. And it's either going to be like, whew, or be like, ah, you motherfucker, you had no idea.
1: Well, maybe you should predict like we predict the movies. Like you should forecast it now that it's...
0: guy who falls to pieces when things go bad and, and i'm i'm a, like oh shit and and I'm, I'm not who you want in a crisis but i'm weirdly positive staying positive about this one i think it's gonna work out for your boy that's
1: good i i hope so yeah car, car stuff's always terrible like it's always it is thing.
0: and this is like my one of my first like non-jalopies and uh that's why it's just like how is this happening i just got this car it's way newer than anything i've ever had before yeah but again, I I think it's not because of anything I did or choices that were made. It seems like an existing thing with this car, possibly. Yeah, not not out
1: of your. It's totally out of your control. You know exactly,
0: exactly. So, uh, needless to say, I got home at ten p.m. after leaving uh, around four forty-five in the afternoon, just oh. trying to get home from that long week, and it, it would not let me. Oh,
1: every time you try to get get away, they pull you right back in.
0: Truly, I was on your side of the bridge, actually. Oh, really. I was waiting on a lift it wasn't looking good that one was gonna come but it actually did but I almost called up my friend Dan for a ride oh man you were off the hook though so all is well
1: I probably would have been just getting to sleep if it was like 10 o'clock I probably would have been asleep already
0: (laughs) it was like eight ish or nine
1: ish okay yeah I, I was I was watching tonight's film that we're talking about at that time
0: Yes, I. Know. With all this awful mindset, I it, it and then came tonight's film, and uh, we'll see what happened. I'm not going to spoil anything because there's still more to talk about. Uh, sure, I yeah, hope it's t- good news. <laughs> well, the, the rest comes from you. I mean, i I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm staying positive. I'm I'm feeling okay. good, so we'll see. You said you told me off air that you'd watch some movies that you'd like to discuss.
1: I did. Yeah, I did a bunch of recent purchases. I still have a lot to go, but I know we were talking about. A couple of criterions that I got, I got Smooth Talk, which I watched, and I got, actually a one I, I've been wanting to see for a long time and hadn't gotten around to seeing uh, was The Naked Prey, which was directed and starring Cornell Wilde from our infamous Roadhouse 1948 episode, which was, I watched this morning, which was, very very interesting very interesting film so it's i think the naked said prey, was, you said the naked prey it's it's i think it was touted as it has some of the least at the point at which it was released in 1965 it has the least amount of dialogue since charlie chaplin's modern times wow and i was like yeah like it, there's there is such little dialogue but you are so immersed in the story that you don't even think about it. Like I knew about it going into it that didn't have a lot of dialogue. So I think I had a little bit of, I was kind of keying in on that aspect, but it was great. I thought it was really good, really well done. And the fact that I I think it was more interesting that Cornel Wilde was directing it and starring in, it just just was very interesting to me. But it was- How do you
0: do as as an actor?
1: Really good. Yeah. I mean, really, really good. Maybe he was smart
0: enough not to give him too much dialogue for himself, right?
1: Yeah, well, I was reading that he actually was sick during most of the uh, filming, and it actually kind of lends itself well to the character and what he was going through. So, yeah, it was it was interesting. But Smooth Talk was also interesting.
0: It, Naked Prey not on the Criterion Channel yet. Sorry, just confirming. It's not, yeah. Yet. I was I, I was just
1: checking it. But is
0: Smooth Talk? Let's find out. Vamp a little,
1: Dan, while I check. Okay. Well, Smooth Talk, I did like. I I am a big Laura Dern fan, and I had not seen it before. It almost felt like a I don't want to necessarily dis- diminish it, but it felt like a more artistic version of like a Lifetime movie, <laughs> like, which is interesting, but the soundtrack was really cool and, and, I, and I did like it. I thought it, was, I thought it was a good movie. I just, I don't know.
0: It was weird. It was a weird movie. It, like I said, it felt like a Lifetime movie. Was it a bummer?
2: Because I remember was- seeing
0: that it could be a bummer, but if you're saying it's like a Lifetime movie, sometimes that's a little easier to take.
1: Yeah, it was done
0: stylistically in a sense that it, it, it
1: wasn't too graphic. It was more or less like the, like the inferences that was what was creepy about it. So I, I think they did it tastefully. I think how they handled the topic. But yeah, I, I've got some... Uh, Smooth Talk is on Criterion Channel, by okay. the way. Yeah, I mean, that one's recent. So I would assume they would probably be trying to have that available. I got that and I got Hotspot, which I'm, I might try to start watching tonight. Oh, yes. Which yeah, keep, is keep us
0: posted on that. We'd like to hear about that next week, actually. Neo Noir. You so have, have a one-week
1: deadline, sir. I'm trying to watch it tonight. As long as I don't fall asleep, I'm going to try to watch it tonight.
0: It's right. 130
1: minutes running time, so I'm a little scared. That's a, that's a big ask. Yeah, a little over two hours. But, I mean, you got Dennis Hopper directing a Neo Noir with Don Johnson, Jennifer Connelly, and Virginia Madsen, so... You don't have Yo, to tell me any further. I'm so in
0: on Don Johnson these days more than ever. I, I'm just, he, he's really aged into a, a great actor and the, the, the stuff he's done previous is such a hoot.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I, I'd known about it for a little while and then I was thinking about trying to track it down and then like... Sonny sh- Crockett. Sonny Crockett.
0: Miami Vice. Yes. You like um, Miami Vice? I, I, I never really
1: got into that Miami Vice. I think you would like it. At least the first
0: couple seasons, it gets insane. I would say definitely stay for it. Can't remember if it's season three or season four, but there is an alien episode with James Brown as like a preacher and uh, Chris Rock, a very young Chris Rock.
1: I mean, that that does sound good to me.
0: Bat shit insane. Wow. I would love a compilation of all the time shows like brought in alien stuff out of nowhere. Like Baywatch Nights retooled itself as like an alien hunter show around like season two or three. And that it just did? cracks me up. Yeah, I never saw it. I've heard of it, and wow. uh, I would love to see it. That it, that sounds so comical to me.
1: It's almost kind of like Meatballs Two, where like Here we go. The, they're they're campers, and I've been looking for a way to bring up Meatballs Two into the, into our conversation at some point. And it took me to the twenty third episode.
0: Made, but, yeah, I made it for so long.
1: But how do you get an alien out of camp? That's that's you know that's that, the old I mean, question. Yeah, you go from Bill Murray in the first one to an alien in the second one. And I'm here. I'm here to say I like it. I like it. I like. I like the choice. It's been a long time since I've seen it. I cannot comment. It is on Warner Archive, but it's a DVD, and that that's one that definitely here we needs go. That's, that's what
0: we just conjured. Meatballs, too. Everybody, you're welcome. Yes. Welcome to the show.
1: Hey, if that happens, I'm buying it. So it's
0: yeah. <laughs> I only hope it doesn't happen because you clearly want it. That that movie's
1: bonkers. It's absolutely bonkers. Yeah, I love it. I haven't watched a while. I have the DVD. I have the the One Archive DVD, of course. But um, one of these days, one of these days, on Blu-ray.
0: You can tell him, Alice. I'm gonna keep making this honeymoon joke. <laughs> it's gonna land at some point. So,
1: stay no, tuned. I like it.
0: I like it. Thank you. You have something to promote, Dan. It's out by now. I do. Yeah, Cosmic Latte, out on vinyl for the first time oh, from yes. By Surprise. Yeah, we should promote stuff, you know, we do. Yeah, it why not? There. Why not? Yeah,
1: yeah through uh, Storm Chasers Limited, which is a uh, buddy Evan Weiss from uh, Intuit Over it. He has like, a Patreon label. And The Progress, yes. More, yes.
0: That's mostly how I know him. Yes,
1: um, I know who I remember. used to go see all the time back in the day in South Jersey. Played by um,
0: basement in Connecticut in the middle of nowhere. It was a big ask for people, and I thank every one of them for doing it
1: that's cool was yeah. it a good turnout
0: yeah definitely we always we always did pretty good
1: that's good i mean i i always i always love seeing the progress they're always good i saw them one time with uh up up down down it was just those two bands in the bill and they played a really small little hall
0: so ah. actually that's how they ended up playing because i booked up up down down and they had to cancel ah
1: and so the next pro- best thing progress, is the progress. Yeah.
0: <laughs> there you go
1: <laughs> yeah basically but yeah, so the yeah we did. Uh, he released our album that came out in 2019 on tape originally uh, through Jetson Flotsam. He's Dan. Uh, I'm
0: not jealous of many tapes that come out in the world because I'm just happy that they exist at all. But that is one I wished I released still to this day. But they did a great job. I, I agree. And, and I don't think I would have found my manufacturer without it. So it kind of had to happen like it happened.
1: But yeah, I think it was serendipitous
0: in a way. I hope I get to do a buy surprise tape someday. That'd be cool. Yeah, totally. I mean. Don't it say might... totally like it might have just happened from this and it wasn't already in the works.
1: <laughs> I thought you meant another one besides...
0: Well, sure, yes, the future. Okay. But
1: I mean, the I future, was, uh, the future can hold so hints. much. I
0: was being coy, sir. The future can hold so much. Water is uh, the future, right? Water is the foundation. Yes, and uh, the future can hold it. The future can hold it, yes. But the future is its glass. Yes. And it's half full, motherfucker. Yeah. We're positive. We're staying positive you got to stay positive. And I I've tried to to keep that in mind after having such a horrible horrible day yesterday. And I'm like, yeah, boy, this is this might not fare well for Adelapino's The Hitchhiker, but I fucking love this movie, man.
1: Same, man. I I love it as I, well. I did, did I it, did adore it, uh, this movie. I am curious now knowing this this story that you just told. Yes. I'm cu- I'm curious to know if it was like more of a bummer watching it. After having like like a car, you know, bad car experience. Yo, between I mean, that and there's a
0: scene where one of the characters um twists his ankle, which happened to me about two weeks ago and finally is just cleared up. It was very relatable the entire time.
1: <laughs> was this maybe just about your life? Was this just a biopic of, about your it, life?
0: It was a tough watch for sure. But you know what? I hope justice is served for me. Like possible justice may be served at the end of this movie. For Emmett. For yes, Emmett.
1: Well, let me ask before before we get started. Yes, have you ever hitchhiked?
0: Yes, you have. I I have, but I'm from like middle of nowhere, Connecticut. is my catchphrase. And the school buses at a couple places where I live because we moved around a little bit, but it was always like the same town or area, so I never had to like change schools. Mm -hmm. So the school buses like they take you in the morning, but a lot of times they wouldn't take you the full way in the afternoon, so I would have to walk like a mile plus sometimes. They just give up. They're like, ah, we've gone far enough. <laughs> Truly. And there wow. was one in particular that was the worst. It was very, very far. Most of the time it was just annoyingly far. Like, I just want to get home. But it was like five minutes, you know, not too bad. Yeah. But this would take a long time. And I eventually was just like, I, I hitchhiked a couple times. It was like just neighbors coming by, you know, nothing awful. And I was like, yeah, I just want to go from here to slightly down the street. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I would get a couple of rides from, from people just slightly further down the line and, and it all worked out. But in out. general, it's
1: mostly people you knew, though.
0: at least. Didn't right? really, uh, every now and then, but, yeah, I mean, most of the times there was days I'd be doing it and I got nothing and I'm still walking the whole way home. Were you doing the whole, like... Oh, yeah, no, thumb, thumb, thumb yeah. was out. Wow. Could have gone either way, but thankfully it was just still an okay time. Yeah, it's surprising that that many people would pick you up, though, you know? I mean, I was just some kid. Yeah. It's definitely know. like, is like, there's a lot of hippies still in that area. So, I mean, there's still a lot of that just like, yo man, that's cool.
1: That re- residual, like
0: from like the 60s. Yeah. And so you forward. want some of my tomatoes from the farmer's market? Yeah. And the shit like that, like, so, I mean, you know, it wasn't too bad. I, I'm I'm 100% positive. If it was now me doing that. I mean, not even me as an adult, like that age. Now, no one would pick me up. And if they did, I, it would not be good. No, no, I've never, uh, I've never hitchhiked. <laughs> I think I, so. I, I would never... I, I would remember be, my dad picked up a hitchhiker once, but I'm pretty sure he knew the guy.
1: Okay. But so it was like, like... That's just
0: like a friend helping a friend out. Yeah, exactly. I, mean, I really think that was the, my most uh, hitchhiking experience. Well, it's it still technically hitchhiking, I guess. Exactly. I can give you the technicals, but it's not going to be anything like this. It's not like the
1: hit 1953 independent film directed by Ida Lupino.
0: Yes, or whatever your detour was. 45?
1: That was 1945. Yes. We're scholars. Scholars of film.
0: Noir scholars. We need a catchy name for it. I got nothing. Yeah. But yes, this was directed by Ida Lupino, uh, also from Roadhouse, which we Mm -hmm. mentioned earlier, and blew us away in Roadhouse. Uh, We're excited to get more from her. We're definitely going to get there. But uh, yeah, she directed this, and she co-wrote it with her husband and producing partner at the time, Collier Young. And they had a company called The Filmmakers Incorporated who produced this movie. And it was distributed by RKO Pictures, radio pictures, if we're getting technical. Released Mm -hmm. March 21st, 1953. And it was also, uh, there was a treatment from blacklisted writer Daniel Mainwaring who also wrote Out of the Past. Mm -hmm. So we got all the people we want to be involved with this one. We love Collier Young.
1: (laughs) And the cinematographer also was the cinematographer on Out of the Past as well.
0: That's right, yes. And it's it's a good-looking movie. Um, this print from Kino Lorber, it's okay. This movie fell into public domain, so that's mm-hmm. why you're seeing an RKO picture not on Warner Archive. I'd love to see them still do it at some point. Yeah. I don't know what's up with them. When stuff is public domain, they're just like, we're not going to bother because I'm still waiting on a Blu-ray of those Superman Fleischer cartoons. yeah. I think maybe they think it's too much work because usually the prints are pretty rough. Yeah, and they'd rather do it with... Yeah, but they they said, like, this was um, Library of Congress even, like, preserved this back in the yes. 90s, so you got to figure there's something. And even this print, like, it, you could easily restore it. It didn't seem like... It wasn't too bad, but, I mean, there's these little, like, scratches and stuff that easily could have been taken out and the sound could have been fixed better.
1: Yeah, like, I think it, the picture looked good, but, the, yeah. yeah, there was, like, weird, like, little jumps... In the print, like there it would be had a like couple a of tiny
0: off. frames missing. Nothing yeah. that I mean, very not very sparse, not too much, not enough where it ruins the movie. Hmm. But yeah, I thought it looked there.
1: pretty good overall, though, as far as the oh, picture yeah. goes. I think that looked good. But yeah, a couple little little weirdness. I'm just
0: saying, someone could easily do an upgrade, no problem. Yeah, and everyone would be psyched for it. Yes, because this this is a good one, and it's a very important one. It's the first, and I, maybe only. Yeah, I wasn't, I didn't do too much research on the only part. I read it, but I. Mm. I couldn't confirm. Film directed by a woman. A noir mm. film directed. The only film ever directed by a woman. No, uh, the only film noir directed by a woman. Yes. And uh, yeah, she killed it. Yeah, it was cool. I think I think she kind of knocked it out of the park. Yeah, she did. And it was based uh, on a true story. There was uh, a guy, Billy Cook. He he had done something similar. He uh, had, had kidnapped people, taking them hostage while hitchhiking and murdered actually a lot of people. Ida Lupino narrowed it down to three murders to get the story approved from the Hayes office. That darn Hayes code. But she actually talked to Billy cook and she talked to the people that he took hostage, uh, you know, got their stories. Like cook had a deformed eye. That was a real, real trait of his. That was fascinating in the movie. I I thought that was really, Oh, and they used it. So cool. Yeah. Cook. When they caught him, he was actually executed in the gas chamber at San Quentin prison and Mm. was quoted as saying at the time of his arrest, I hate everybody's guts. And Everybody Hates Mine. Wow. Real nasty fellow, and they got a real nasty performance. Oh,
1: yeah. I mean,
0: this was a pretty nasty movie. I think
1: that, I mean, yeah. it, 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 you know, if for nothing else, I mean, this was a pretty, like, grit, like, when we talk about gritty, like, it was very, like, sadistic, like, oh, what yeah. he was doing. You know? Oh, he, yeah. Was, for, and especially for the time period, like, it, it just, yeah, the movie kind of surprised me, honestly, like, and in, in how. It has into, a lot the, the more
0: teeth than I was expecting. Yes, exactly. Um, and I, I was glad for it. I was hoping for it. I was yes. trying not to have an expectation because as we learned on the show, Dan, we don't come in with expectations. We just come sit in. back and see what comes <laughs> we, to we us. just come in. <laughs> we just come in. I mean that's what I'm trying to do more in life. I especially these last couple of years have been trying to watch like less trailers and less synopsises and just you know, go into a movie, have fun, see what happens. Yeah. You know, no, that's a good it's, way to be. Especially stuff when there's a movie like you know you're gonna see. It's just don't watch the trailer. Either. Yeah just enjoy it some stuff of course you need to be sold i get it i'm not saying never but you know those blockbusters that you just can't help yourself
1: right like like rover Dangerfield. like you wanted you wanted to watch the trailer for something like that you know
0: yeah and you know but we were cursed at the time because we had vhs and they would just force these trailers yes. onto you
1: like rock a doodle do oh or rock doodle i mean <laughs> which is one of my favorite movies when i was a kid <laughs> was it really i i really did like that movie a lot and Rover Dangerfield I liked a lot, too. I liked a lot of weird animation. Rodney Dangerfield. What? I like Rodney Dangerfield. I do, too. Do you know what Rover Dangerfield is? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, um, I,
0: that was, it was an apropos reference, I thought. It was. I think so. I think it relates. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, this movie had a great intro. You know, there's a nice, uh, little, some writing on the screen. and It'll let you know the run time like, after the next 70 minutes. That's smart. Let your audience know. Like, hey, we're not going to be too long.
2: So In no bathroom
0: out. breaks for you, exactly. And it says that the facts are actual. And like we said, this all really happened. So you see that a, a man, he's very mysterious. They're not showing him. He's hitchhiking on the side of the highway. And, the uh, opening was great. Yeah, I mean, just like yeah. the
1: camera angles pointed, you know, at, at the ground, basically, for a, a, the very beginning of it, And you're kind of seeing this action through like a very like narrow lens, basically, and kind of inferring what was going on, but it was done so well. Like, again, it's like, it's like a true testament to like, less is more where you're, where you're kind of just, you kind of are inferring what's happening, but that in and of itself is kind of, you know, interesting. You know, mm. it, may, it makes
0: it more interesting. I think this was uh, Ida Lupino's like fourth or fifth film at this point, And it, she, she was she's very well regarded. Um, cinematographer Archie Stout said of her that, quote, Ida has more knowledge of camera angles and lenses than any director I've ever worked with, with mm. the exception of Victor Fleming. Mm. She knows how a woman looks on the screen, and what light that woman should have, probably better than I do. Wow. And yeah, so it's just a great intro. You're seeing him hitchhike and picked up, and uh, then the, the cars get abandoned, and it's clear that there's bodies been robbed and that he's been killing these people. So this happens again, and then they sh- you see some newspapers, and it says that there's a hitchhike killer, and they show a photo of the main suspect, Emmett Myers. Mm-hmm. And after the last killing, he he finally steals a car. Meanwhile. We got two men, Roy Collins and Gilbert Bowen, played by Edmund O'Brien and Frank Lovejoy. They're from California, and they got, just got a new car, and they're headed to the Chocolate Mountains in Arizona to fish. Mm-hmm. Gilbert's feeling a little bored, though, and tries to mix it up, and they actually head to San Felipe instead. Roy, he still wants to have a good time and go party. So you know, maybe get a drink in Mexicali. So they head over there. It looks like a good time. We find out Juanita's even about to start her famous fan dance. How can you yep. say no? Yep. But Gilbert's passed out. He's too tired. And Roy says, "Fuck it. Let's just keep going to San Felipe." Yeah. Good intro to the boys. Yeah. Uh, All right. All looks right. like I, everything's I, gonna be fine. A nice little fun fishing trip, right? The yeah. uh, I like.
1: Yeah, I like the setup. I, you know, it's it's good. Like when it's kind of like you're just it's just like a relatively mundane thing and and then you you watch it escalate i i do appreciate when movies do that and it and it certainly does in this case we all know what's coming yeah there's a hitchhiker that's going to appear at some point yeah we're finally that.
0: meeting people so yeah. something's up so they pick up a hitchhiker
1: mm-hmm. he was outside great. of the car so it looked like he was
0: i think, yeah they say out of gas
1: yeah and he's like in the shadows which is great the way it's shot because i was in about to say seat. yeah, the, yeah. The,
0: that was my favorite in many ways, is my favorite scene of the movie. Yeah, he's in the dark and then he just comes forward and then you see his face and, oh, he's just such an evil guy.
1: Well, at first I thought it, in a way, maybe it was intentional, maybe it wasn't, that they almost made it seem like it was like a false negative meaning or false positive in the sense that maybe it was just some other random person. Maybe it wasn't the guy that was actually the quote unquote hitchhiker. This was just some other random hitchhiker. And then eventually they get to this guy because it looked like he had a car looked like he was broken down. Like maybe, maybe it's that guy. Maybe it's not, you know what I mean? I never
0: like, got that impression at all. Really? Okay. Yeah. I felt 100% this is the guy. This, this is and the guy. Sh- okay. They're shooting him the same way. And it just made sense that we were getting right to it. They already told us Dan, this this a 70 minute movie. We're going to get right to it. That's what I was expecting. I'm not against what you're saying. I'm just uh-huh. saying that was my experience.
1: I would have written it a little differently. Uh, maybe let's, because let's, let's
0: I that. just had been on the side of the road with a car, and I was, you know, maybe I was feeling like I could be that hitchhiker ready to kidnap someone and go crazy, Dan. Yeah.
1: That's all
0: right. Thankfully, it didn't come to that. Thankfully, it seems like everything's going to be fine. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, they pick him up. He says, "I'm Emmett Myers," who's played by William Talman. Hmm. Steals the show. He's definitely oh, yeah. the. Fantastic. amazing this movie draws the gun on him yeah he's the guy who's been killing all these people he's been hitchhiking between illinois and southern california and he's slipping managed to slip into mexico at mexicali he forces the two men at gunpoint and he says you know what you're coming with me he's not gonna kill them just yet
2: face front and keep driving sure i'm emmett myers do what I tell you, and don't make no fast moves, or a lot of dead heroes back there get nervous.
0: Did not even pull over at one time to see the supplies? Is a shotgun or, or something in the back, or just some sort of long gun? I don't know.
1: Yeah, because they were going to go hunting, so it's like it was like kind of a right. smaller, smaller gauge. I think they said it was a twenty-two gauge, because because they because what happened was he asked them to open the glove compartment. Emmett did, and then yeah. they, they said, "What's that?" And He says, "They're twenty-two shells." So I guess he inferred that since that they probably have a gun somewhere. To shoot him. So that, I think that's what led him to go to the
0: trunk. To, to pull over and look for that. Yeah. And he says, yeah. you know, don't even think about it because it looks like he might grab it. And we're off to the races. Uh, what's cool about this one is it, it's a desert noir. Yes. Everything, everything's in the desert or just small towns. It, it's, it's very cool.
1: Yeah, I, I did. I love the cinematography. I love locations. Yeah, I thought, it was, I thought it was excellent.
0: Yeah, it was a nice, just small movie, but it, it just was very effective. I mean, like I said before, it felt gritty and it felt kind of real. Like it felt
1: very, like I don't want to say procedural, but it felt like you're kind of thrust into the situation. But it's also like there's like this really like seedy griminess to it, and it, it just kind of snowballs as the movie goes on. And and for that, I really liked it.
0: Yeah, the way it just unravels more and yeah. more, it was just, it was wonderfully done. You see how
1: Emmett, just Emmett is and how awful he is. <laughs>
0: He's no redeeming qualities about this man whatsoever. No. They stop for gas at one point, and Emmett says to only speak English because he does not understand Spanish. Yes. And That'll keep coming up. Mm-hmm. Then uh, this is where they eventually pull over at one point, and Emmett's just torturing them, and he forces the two men to hold a beer can and... and uh, he has Roy holding a beer can and, and has him go out with Gilbert to shoot at it with the rifle. That's what mm-hmm. it is—a rifle. And Emmett's holding a pistol to him. Yeah, just really drawn out. And there's one point where he's like pointing the gun, and it looks like he's gonna actually shoot him in the head.
1: Yeah. Uh, that, he, pull- that, he pulls it off. That was some good tension, though. I did, I did Great like th- that whole thing where he's kind of sweating. He's kind of like, "Am I that's really?" What, that's it? what he
0: said afterwards. Emmett. I mean, he smiles and he says, "You guys worked up quite a sweat."
1: Yep. This and they great, did.
0: Great dickhead line. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He sucks. <laughs> yeah. He's just awful. It's great. Everything you want in a noir movie for sure. Yeah. Literally everything. I, I, mm-hmm. I, you don't get a femme fatale, but you don't need it. And, and it's better for it. it. It would get in the way. Mm-hmm. So the news says that the police are setting up roadblocks. Emmett's been listening to in the radio in the car the whole time so he can learn what the cops know and how mm-hmm. to evade them. They pull over for camp at night one time. He says, don't bother trying to escape because I got a bum eye, won't stay closed, and you won't know if I'm awake or not. And so, yeah, he's just like <laughs> look, look at him at yeah, that. It was creepy. Scaring right yeah. at him. It was so creepy.
1: And, you, yeah, because you really couldn't tell. You're, you're, you're watching it like, through their eyes, too. You're like, can I, if I try to escape, Like, is he going to like shoot me? Like, is he, oh, is he-? yeah,
0: and it goes for a little while longer before they even get a chance to talk to each other yeah it, it, it's such a long time before they're like oh shit we're in this situation what the fuck are we gonna do yeah uh which is, is great it, you would think it, it needs that but it, it knows what it's doing the tension is there the whole time yes for sure so they stop at a store for supplies and Emmett again he says no mexican uh they get quote beans and stuff including tomato soup which Emmett seems to love
1: yes and stock oh, up
0: stock on up they get some chili too Little girl's trying to talk to Emmett. He's super pissed about it. I don't know what she wants. Probably just trying to get him to buy something. But he looks like he's just about to blow her away. He says, get this kid away from me. And Gilbert runs up to her and, like, hugs her. <laughs> I mean, I gets, guess, like, he you knows he just saved her life and it's going to be okay, yeah. but it's just, like, chill, dude. <laughs>
1: exactly. Like to, like, to her, I guess, her dad that owns the shop, they're probably like, what is this guy doing? He um, seemed
0: like he was just like, whatever. As long yeah. as he didn't pay for it, but... He says uh, Viacondios to tour, which is always great to hear in movies. We can put this yep. on the letterbox along with Point Break. Yes. King of the Hill <laughs> <laughs> comes up on that show a lot.
1: It does with, uh, what's his name? Um, you watch King of the Hill, Dad? I, I love King of the Hill. Um,
0: I, I will never understand you, man. I don't know. I never know what you're going to be watching. I love King of the Hill too, man. I, I, we watch it every night before going to sleep. Like it's Oh, movie really? Movie. I've been I'm watching name, it like, but... straight for like a year or so.
1: Uh, i watched so i think it was two years ago i watched it for the first time start to finish so i was like always of the you know i would always watch it when i was on tv but never just sat down and watched it like start to finish and yeah. then i was like you know it was on hulu i was like i'm just yeah. gonna power through all of it start to finish and yeah it was a great experience i loved it i mean bobby hill one of the best yeah. characters ever
0: oh uh, my god yeah and even tom petty added a, a, a oh rare yeah. later character who gets added and is just perfect and delightful
1: Slipping on the PP at Costco.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Love Lucky Man every time. Yeah,
1: oh. what a what a great character. What a great great voice. Yeah, great show. I'm a huge yeah.
0: Fan. So glad to hear this. This is the the best thing the show has brought us so far.
1: Yes. I, well, I, I mean Mike Judge. I'm a fan of Mike Judge in general. So yeah. There you go. He, all, he is. all that stuff.
0: Shout out to Mike Judge. I wonder yes. what he how he feels about noir. I, I know me. he likes country. He's probably a fan. All he right. probably like well, this. Him. I think he'd like this movie. It's kind of got
1: desert. You know, he's from desert area right yeah yeah i think he lived in arizona for a while too so i, feel I like believe he, it i think that could be true yeah. i feel like he would probably like this movie no we'll
0: ask him next yeah, time we
1: should let's tweet at him does he have twitter we should ask him
0: he does but he doesn't use it too much like uh, it's usually like a, a rare maybe semi-promotional thing yeah well i heard they might be bringing king of the hill back yeah and i i i, I think i'm mostly that could go either way but it, i yeah. think they actually because they're talking about you know be in the future yeah I think it could work. I, I actually do have semi-hopes for it, but who well, knows? Well, the new Beavis and Biden season I really liked. I, I was very surprised I, how much I enjoyed that. I need to give it another shot. I got the, the DVD set of it and, and watched it, and it was okay, but I, I definitely need to do it again. I, I, I didn't it. hate it. I didn't hate it. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, maybe give it another, give another try. I think it has I'll fun. I'll give it another try. There yeah. was definitely some fun. I mean, I definitely remember cracking up pretty hard at a couple of things. I mean, it, it was worthy. Yes. But the- yeah, I'd, be, I'd be curious to see Bobby Hill in the future. And, like, the one thing is, like, it's weird that, like, Brittany Murphy and Tom Petty are both dead, so you can get rid of Lucky and Luann easily. Yeah. Have them just be off in another town, living a happy right. life, you know.
1: That's true. I didn't even so, think about that. Yeah. Yeah. good point.
0: Go can't break them up otherwise, so.
1: Yeah. A weirdly
0: a, a bright side of their their two tragic horrible deaths yes britney murphy maybe more so yes because taken too early and then everyone thought she was just a drug addict and was like no there's black mold in that house chill it's not cool it's awful yeah that was a bad time for humanity i mean not that now is any better but no I, we were definitely particularly nasty
1: Go, going downhill since then maybe
0: yeah 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 well anyway, anyway, let's, let's continue with this happy movie. Yes. Um they camp again. Oh, and I I went to the Wikipedia and this thing that looked like it would be okay, like the 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 plot Sinatra's, summary, yeah. yeah, but it wasn't good. They they were like so many times like the two guys and I'm like I'm going to need a little more than that. So of course <laughs> I, I put it on again, but it was great. So I fleshed it out a little bit. Thankfully this movie, you know, straightforward, so there wasn't it yeah. wasn't a hard one. Uh, I, I, I enjoyed the second viewing. I, I love this movie. I, I'm going to be, I, I can't wait to watch this again and again. I'm so glad yeah. we got here. It, it exists. Thank you, Kino, for this. And yes. um, I know it's streaming in some places. I don't know the quality of the prints just because as you said, it's public domain. Right. I think Amazon had it. And you know, our, our opinions on Amazon Prime quality. Yes. If you're new to the show, which we've, I feel like we've been getting some new, new listeners, Dan. Oh, yeah there's some feedback coming in from strangers it's great welcome welcome yes <laughs> by now you've been with us for a little bit but you know good good maybe we've had new strangers who knows yes
1: i, w- I welcome everyone
0: thank you <laughs> thank you <laughs> welcome so yeah they camp again and he takes one of their watches and he as he's calling him soft i'm not he gets into his backstory about how he had it hard and take whatever you wanted so he stole it and put people at gunpoint like he's saying like i had a watch like this but i had to steal it you know
2: yeah i had a watch like this once when i was 17 nobody gave it to me i took it knocked off a broken down jewelry store in a little jerk town outside of tulsa it was a cinch you guys are soft You know what makes you that way? You're up to your necks in IOUs. You suckers. You're scared to get out on your own. You always said it good, so you're soft. Well, not me. Nobody ever gave me anything. So I don't owe nobody. My folks were. There. When I was born, they took one look at this puss of mine and told me to get lost. Well, I didn't need them. I didn't need any of them. Got what I wanted my own way. And you get the know-how and a few bucks in your pocket. You can buy anything or anybody. Especially if you got them at the point of a gun. That really scares them. You ever been at the other
0: end of a gun? No. And I never will. (laughs) We'll see. (laughs) We'll see about that. It goes to listen uh, to the the news in the car while the the boys are cooking and they finally get a chance to talk. It's the first time they've been able to talk. And they're trying to plan an escape, but they're not really on the same page, so it's tough for them to formulate a plan. Mm -hmm. And they didn't have much time. Emmett gets out and lets them know that The cops found one of his cars, the last cars that he ditched, that one that ran out of gas. And everyone's looking for the guys in the Chocolate Mountains, which is where they told their wives that they were going to be. Oh, yeah, they're married, too, by the way. Spoiler. So no one's looking for them in Mexico or with this guy. The next day, they're off again. And they try to take out. I don't know how many days this is. I guess I could have paid attention more. How many times we're camping and stuff. But it's a couple. I think it's probably like about three, three, four days maybe total, maybe three days. Way too many days to be hostage, that's for sure. You don't want to be falling asleep as a hostage. You want this thing wrapped up as soon as possible.
1: Wrapped up like they were wrapped up in blankets (laughs) so they couldn't escape.
0: Yeah, (laughs) yeah, which will come into play in a moment as well. Mm. So yeah, the next day they're off and they decide we got to take out this radio. He's getting way too much information from this. It's not helping us out. So Gilbert, he was the mechanic, and the other one was a draftsman, I believe? Draftsman, yeah. Yeah. He lifts the hood, and there's like a horn issue they're trying to fake, but he gets busted immediately trying to remove the radio wire. And it's just on top of all of their moves the entire time. It yes. sucks. Like they, yeah. they don't get a single chance. Nope. Nothing, nothing is achieved, really. They head off. And then they're saying the radio isn't working then and Emmett pistol whips Gilbert, but they're saying it's actually the static from the mountains, you know, those old cars. Yeah. They're gonna say so at one obvious. point like you had to wait for it to warm up the radio, which <laughs> that's crazy. Yes.
1: Those are the I need, days.
0: I need my tunes and information now. Yes. So after this we we finally cut to see that the Mexican and American authorities are collaborating to find Emmett and they're 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 doing a good job. They're totally they're a little behind, but they're figuring out his plan. They're not too lost.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So meanwhile, the, the boys, they blow a tire. And we also see that the manhunt is on. Mm-hmm. A car that had passed them by earlier gets caught at a roadblock. And the driver tells him that he's actually seen the man that they're looking for. And it's all in Spanish. Most of the time when it's Spanish, not they're not holding your hand, letting you know. But the plot right. tells you what's happening. So ah, That was great. I like mm-hmm. that. Kept it very realistic. Mm-hmm. The cop goes to that area where the guy said that they were, but he's too late, but they do see that there's tire tracks. So once again, they need gas. It's nighttime. The gas station's closed, and Emmett forces him to steal it. Um, Gilbert actually leaves his wedding ring behind when Emmett is distracted by a barking dog, which, hey, you want fun times? He shoots the dog.
1: I was like, wow. I mean, like, they're really... Off screen, of course, but
0: it is evil. He's definitely letting you know, this guy, if you kill the dog, you suck. Like, people are one thing, but... And I did read uh, about this, the the guy, Cook or whatever, he did, when he killed the family, shoot a dog as well. So he's a dog killer. Yeah, brutal. But opportunity to leave the ring behind, which the cops find the next day when they're talking to the gas station owner who letting him know that the gas was stolen. Mm -hmm. And the ring is engraved with Gilbert's name on it. So they're able to actually piece together that those missing men are actually with Emmett and the authorities from both sides exchange info and decide to broadcast false information about Emmett, like that he's still in the United States, so he won't be on to them.
1: And there's no connection between him and, and the two guys.
0: Yes. So the boys are looking for a highway. It's not there, so they decide to turn in for the night. It's an abandoned airfield, I think. And, it's um, nearby, yeah. Yeah. Close to it, yeah. And so while they're cooking, again, the, the guys are talking about what they're supposed to do. No radio.
2: You are trying to talk me out of it. Tonight, I'm going to chance it. Out of your mind. I've played it your way long enough. From now on, we're each on our own. It's no good. We got to stay together. I told you that. I get a break. I'm going to take it. You do whatever you want. I. Do.
0: And they, while they, they go for it and they slink off slowly in those blankets like little worms. It was funny. <laughs> Roll,
1: rolling, up, rolling away.
0: Yeah, real quiet, and then they, they bust out and they make a run for it. The, but the motion wakes up Emmett. You see his other eye open. It's real spooky. Yeah. And while they're running away, Emmett's in the car, and he drives after them. Roy gets his ankle caught in, like, a like a ring, a large ring.
1: Yeah, they have, the, like, on in the airfields, they have different rings. Like, they do that for different things for, um... I'm not an expert, but, like, attaching, you know, if they need to attach certain, certain like... You
0: totally came into this like an expert. I was very impressed. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to. I'm, tra- but.
1: I'm trying to find the right words to explain it, but basically, um... I, I Good know luck. The, I
0: couldn't do it. Yeah, I,
1: I, they would use that to, um... I think to, uh... To tie down certain things obviously but like um good for
0: balloons it, it, probably
1: yeah you know hot air balloons yeah uh, yeah i'm sure they rented those out all the time there that
0: could actually could very well be the case yeah, especially you good. need to put that in an airfield nice open area so i think i this really like
1: this. i really like because i i you know you're kind of anticipating like he's going to just straight up run them over but then he he like you see the, the lights the lights coming and then it screeching halt yep. right at them and he gets out you're like oh, great man. shot
0: very convincing too it, is, it wasn't badly done at all yeah. it, it was so good i don't know what yeah. would be worse honestly
1: like like because i mean he's still really i mean i guess it's not it's it's worse that he actually crashed into them but it was still just as as awful and sadistic like him like basically playing up right to them and then screeching on the on the brakes and and getting out of the car You're giving him
0: a good spook yeah exactly good good scare and then also you don't know if he's getting out of that car still just gonna just shoot. shoot him <laughs> yeah. yeah
1: that's kind of what i expected i, I expected he was just gonna kill them straight up at that point whether he's...
0: it, it, it could have happened i mean roy got pissed and he was about to make a move but gilbert knocked him out cold so that they don't get killed and that calms things down they head off he's passed out in the seat for a good while it seems yeah. um the next morning they head to this area where there's like a well And it looks like Emmett's actually about to kill them at that moment. Yes. And they're like, yeah, get it over with. But instead he actually is like, hey, go cook some more. And let's listen to the radio, which by now is actually giving out that false information that he's traveling alone to a location that he's not going to. But Myers decided not to kill him after all. Car is busted, unfortunately. I don't don't know what happened, but all the gas leaked out or something.
1: Yeah, I think that's what they made it look like. There was it either punctured that, or maybe I, I don't think it was the oil because the oil would be in a different location. or think on that car. Yeah, so I, I would guess it's probably like something with the gas, the fuel line. Something, something that just happen, yeah.
0: completely lemoned it. It's stuck behind, so they're gonna hoof it, which isn't good because Roy had twisted his ankle. Like I said, Dan, this movie was very real to me. Uh, I could relate to the hobble, and I was, oh, that poor bastard. I hope he makes it out of this alive. Yes cops find the car and meanwhile Emmett sees that Roy is actually the same size as him so they, he decides that they should change clothes. And, a great, and there's a great shot there where they're
1: under that bridge uh-huh, and, yeah. and when it, and it frames them and there's these two pillars and all three are framed in the spaces between the pillars at one point before, mm-hmm. before it changes the scene and I loved that. I, I yeah. saw that right away and I was like wow what a great shot. Like I just I, 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 I made a mental note of that. I was like wow what a what a what a fantastic way to to frame all of them.
0: There's so many cool like frame shots in, in this, like just inside I, I the would, car
1: from from behind. Like, yeah, like just looking the back of their heads. Like I just, uh, I
0: just wouldn't change a thing. There was not a weak shot angle yeah. in this entire movie, beyond even just like the plot. It, it just it is, I, I was very very impressed by Ida Lupino. She rules. Oh yeah, seek her out. Seek this movie out. Yes. I mean, I guess that's what we're usually saying with these things, but we're, we're strongly saying. We're really saying like we this time. we Roadhouse. I'm saying every time we've come across it, she doesn't even act in this one, but yeah. she, she there's something about Ida Lupino that's just exactly what Out of the Podcast endorses. That's what we're all about. So. Yes. She'll be back. I can guarantee it. So, yeah, we're hobbling around, and they see that there's another roadblock, and they decide to head into a different direction to a small town. They get some beers. They've deserved it. You know, they earned them. Mm-hmm. So they ask the bartender about a ferry that burned up, but they're talking about it in Spanish. And of course, Emmett wants to hear it in English. So the bartender gets his cousin, the, who thankfully was there, and he says, "Ah, oh, my it's burned out, but my friend has a boat, but he only gives trips during the day because he's with his family at night." But Emmett just throws a ton of money at him and, and makes it work. The boat is called the Australia. Australia. They head over to the pier while they wait. Emmett just gives them shit about their like loyalty and saying that if they were separate, they could have escaped easily. And also if they just kind of embraced how he lived his life, just doing what you got to do, live for yourself. Roy didn't like that though. He goes, you stink just like the clothes that I'm wearing. Yeah, that was great. You stink,
2: Myers. You smell just like your clothes. Sure, you'll make it to Gwimus, but they'll catch up with you and put you out of your misery. You haven't got a chance You haven't got a thing except that gun. You better hang on to it. Because without it, you're nothing. You're finished.
0: You're nothing without a gun. They finally strike back. Enough's been enough. But the cousin, meanwhile, he's putting together that boat deal. He gets off the phone. And then he notices a wanted poster for Emmett. And he calls the cops. Again, all in Spanish. Very great. Now we're in the nighttime. We're waiting for the boat. Cops are there. And they shoot at Roy at first because he's wearing the wrong clothes. Gilbert uses that chance, the distraction, to punch him and get the gun away from Emmett. Myers runs, but the cops get him. And they put the cuffs on real tight. You don't like that. So he makes a move on the fuzz, but it doesn't work. And they actually, like, hold him up and let Roy punch him a couple times, which must have felt pretty great.
1: Yeah, I think the only, I don't say as a criticism. I think I, I, as far as the movie went, and, and I loved it but i i i kind of wanted a little bit more re- redemption from from those two like i, I feel like i didn't get uh, you know the release that i was hoping for like i was kind of hoping that he would he would it's not to shoot horrible. him or something i, I would hope he, he 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 died like i would hope that that he like would have would have eventually gotten to the point where it's like you know he he like had all, he had all this all this killing and all this suffering that you know he just basically just they just pulled him away and goes to jail
0: he's going to the gas chamber
1: well i mean I guess they kind of infer that, but I don't know. I, I kind of at, at the hands of those two, at least for, for what he put them through a couple quick punches. I mean, that was, that was cool and all, but I, I, think...
0: I, I was thankful to get those. I the, yeah. I, I don't know if we would have got them otherwise. I felt it, it kind of went down the, the realistic path, honestly. That's true. Where it just ends with them being asked to make a statement. It's all right now, Roy. And the end. Yep. So, as far as everybody in this, not too much on Frank Lovejoy, who played Gilbert Bowen. He did a lot of radio work and supporting roles in films where he was playing, known for playing the everyman. He died at a heart attack at age 50. Mm. All these dudes died pretty young. Edmund O'Brien, who played Roy Collins, we'll see him around more in these parts, including one of his more famous roles, in, in my opinion, DOA. Mm-hmm. Dead on arrival from 1950. That's, that's coming. He sadly developed Alzheimer's disease in the late 1970s and later died from it in a veteran's hospital at age 69. Mm. William Talman. He was in some film noir I'm sure we're going to get to, including 1951's The Racket with Robert Mitchum, Lisbeth Scott, and Robert Ryan. Mm -hmm. Some old friends. City That Never Sleeps in 1953 and 1955's Crash Out.
1: I will say I, I, I have and I've seen City That Never Sleeps and I love that movie. That is a completely underrated low budget one of the most bizarre film noir's i've ever seen i mean there's there's literally like i don't even know how to describe it like there's 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 part of the element of the plot of that movie is so bizarre and weird that i couldn't even begin to describe it to you <laughs> and i hope we get to cover it I, i'm sure we will at some point but i i don't think i brought it up before but i, I saw it sitting out in my my stacks the other day i was like man i would love to revisit this movie again because it's it, it is a trip man the, the, that, that movie. We'll get, and he's, we'll I forgot. I forgot he's in that. So
0: we will absolutely get to. I don't know when, but yes. it'll it'll happen. In an interview, William Talman recalled an incident that happened shortly after the release of the movie a Hitchhiker, which he uh, he was driving his convertible in Los Angeles with the top down. Stopped at a red light, and the driver next to him was like, "You're the hitchhiker, right?" And he said, he's like, yeah." And the other driver got out of the car, went to his car, and slapped him across the face then got back in the car and drove off. Uh, when he was recalling the story, Tallman said, quote, you know, I never won an Academy Award, but I guess that was about as close as I will ever come to one. <laughs> I think um, I think he sold, he, must, he sold his acting pretty well. I mean, absolutely. getting that reaction. Another person who was impressed by his performance in The Hitchhiker was Gail Patrick Jackson, who was the executive producer of Perry Mason from CBS. Ooh. Raymond Burr had initially auditioned for the role that talman would later play hamilton Berger. but the producer said and raymond burr who we just literally last movie
1: just a- we just saw
0: uh, perry mason himself uh pitfall yes Couldn- couldn't conjure for a second it's the past dan we move forward <laughs> yes so yeah the producer said you know hey you should lose 60 pounds and read for the lead role which he did successfully And the reason also that she didn't want to cast him for that role is she already had an actor in mind because, quote, I'd seen a brilliant little movie, The Hitchhiker, and he had to have Bill Talman as Berger, and he never disappointed us. Wow. In 1958, a journalist asked Talman how he felt about Berger always losing to Perry Mason week after week. Talman said, quote, Berger doesn't lose. How could a district attorney lose when he fails to convict an innocent person? Unlike a fist or a gunfight, in court, you have a winner without having a loser. As a matter of fact, Berger, in a good many instances, has joined Mason in action against unethical attorneys, lying witnesses, or anyone else obstructing justice. Like Mm. any real-life district attorney, justice is Berger's main interest, end quote. Berger also went on to lose all but three cases in the nine-year series, though. And, in fact, at the end of an episode, a person was cleared by Perry Mason. Berger said, you know, I think I won this case. Talman was actually fired from Perry Mason briefly, though. He was busted with marijuana, half-naked, uh, in Beverly Hills. Oops. Yep. Court didn't care. They said there wasn't enough proof, but CBS still fired him without giving a reason. But he was rehired pretty much instantly by Gail Patrick Jackson, the producer. Staunchly supported him, as well as Raymond Burr, his friend. And uh, there was also a massive letter writing campaign by viewers. People love mm. William Talman. He's great. <laughs> but unfortunately he died of lung cancer and he was also, he, he was a lifelong heavy smoker. He was the first actor in Hollywood to film an anti-smoking public service announcement or PSA mm. for the American Cancer Society. Yeah, and he filmed them knowing he was going to die at the time. And he requested that the commercials not be aired until after his death. Mm first short he was quoted by saying uh quote before i die i want to do what i can to leave a world free of cancer for my six children hmm. there was another one where he was with his <laughs> i had to get into these because he sounded insane another one he made it was a voiceover and a picture of him at his home with film shots of his wife and kids and then a shot of him with raymond burr and he was, said quote with a friend of mine you might recognize and then said quote you know I didn't really mind losing those courtroom battles, but I'm in a battle now. I don't want to lose at all. Because if I lose it, it means losing my wife and those kids you just met. I've got lung cancer. So take some advice about smoking and losing from someone who's been doing it for years. If you don't smoke, don't smart. If you do smoke, quit. Don't be a loser. End quote. (laughs) Uh, Four weeks after filming that announcement, he died at the age of 53. Oh, wow. So that's a heavy smoker. And his wife, at the time, she continued his anti-smoking efforts, but then a few years later had resumed smoking, and she died of lung cancer at 73. Mm. <laughs> it sucks. Ida Lupino. She became an accidental director, actually, when Elmer Clifton suffered a heart attack during filming of Not Wanted, a movie she was producing for the filmmakers company she had. Literally called The Filmmakers. I don't need to say that because it just sounds like The Filmmakers Company. Oh, yeah. You know The Filmmakers. Yeah. With 1M also, I noticed. Yes. Um,
1: Who made this film, too. I mean, i seen Yeah, yeah. Her oh, yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Oh,
0: yes. Yes, yes. Any movie that she directed was ones that she was producing. And right. that, that company mostly was known for making, like, social movies. Right. There's movies about abortion, assault, I mean, heavy, heavy issues that right. needed to be tackled. Very groundbreaking at the time. So she stepped into this movie and fell in love with The process. Although directing was her passion, the drive for money still kept her to be an actress so she could make money to make these movies. She didn't consider herself a feminist, though, uh, even though she's been credited as such. But she just was kind of more humble about it, if anything. She said, quote, I had to do something to fill up my time between contracts. Keeping a feminine approach is vital. Men hate bossy females. Often I pretended to a cameraman to know less than I did. That way I got more cooperation. Hmm. I a Pinot. She's cool. That's what yeah. we gotta say. She is very cool. And that brings us to the conclusion of the Hitchhiker. Very recommended. Very yeah, great time. You could have the worst day of your life in recent memory and still have a great time. I was so grateful for this movie. Yeah, it's very it's
1: great. I don't want to say it's perfect, but like it it almost is. Like in a sense that it's it gives it's you a bit to everything. Yeah, but it's it's very, like I said before, it's very gritty, it's very realistic, you're immersed into it, and 71 minutes, so it's like you're, you're in and out, and it's just, it, you know, it, it, it all works, so yeah, I highly recommend it, great, you know, great cinematography, highly recommend it.
0: it Say perfect on myself, honestly. I, I can't think of any gripes I have. I know you, you, were, you want a little more from the ending, but I'm okay with it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I didn't hate the ending. I mean... Listen, perfect and near-perfect are your reviews. That's still a great fucking movie, so go watch it. it. If you average it out, it's perfect. Exactly. That's what we're all about. The law of averages and the law of water, right? Yes. Full circle.
1: The law of water is that it's the foundation.
0: Thank you. I'm glad you remember it better than I do. So, next week, we conjured this movie accidentally. We literally talked about it, Dan brought it up, and then... Instantly Warner archive announced that it was coming out on Blu-ray and also it was like coming out like in a month or something. It yes. came quick. That that thing was fast. very,
1: it was very fast and it's awesome that it was because yeah, it's a movie that I, I happened to catch on Noah Alley a while back
0: and he saw it and, and you said the the print wasn't that good. Yeah, it was okay. It, it was okay. But I mean, we want to see that Warner Archive restoration and also they have restored, I believe even like 20 minutes of the film is a good- It's extended cut, yes. Yeah, it, it's a good it, amount added, so that that could be very good. But we're watching 1947's They Won't Believe Me.
2: Verna, this whole thing is completely cockeyed. What is? All this conversation about marrying Trenton.
1: You think I couldn't?
2: I think you won't. I know what that little brain of yours is cooking up, the old jealousy routine, only I'm not falling.
1: Okay, you're not falling.
2: When am I gonna see you?
1: We had a date tonight, remember?
2: What about tomorrow night?
1: I'm afraid I'm
2: busy. No, you're not. Tomorrow night, Verna? Let me go. Not until you tell me you'll see me. The music's starting. Will you, Verna? I suppose so. For the next week or so, I got home later each night. Or maybe I should say each morning. Until one particular morning, a rectangle of light from the library door caught my eye.
0: Is it, we I mean, bumped this one up because we're so excited for it.
1: I'm, I'm very looking very much looking forward to this one, just seeing it, because I, like I said, I, I really, it was a surprise. Like, like like I, I, I didn't know much about it going in, like we talked about earlier. It's nice to not have anything going into it.
0: I'm, I'm completely blind to this one. Right. I, I'm so curious. Warner Archive keeps hyping it, and I'm just, I'm like, nope, nope. Oh
1: well, that's how I was too. And then I watched. it. I was like, "Oh wow, this is cool. Like, I I really yeah. liked it. Like, I knew I knew nothing. Like, oh, I, just, I don't like, mean
0: no, no. Like, yeah. I don't want to watch. It. I mean, no, no. I'm not going to spoil myself because I know I'm going to be seeing this thing.
1: Yeah, no, that's what I mean. Yeah, like Cause I, it, I just because in have, my heart
0: I already know. Yes, yes, we got Jane Greer. I'm psyched.
1: Yes, got Jane Greer. Yeah, it's it's really cool. And yeah, I'm looking really much forward to seeing the sprint. Will I agree? Let's
0: find out. Maybe Dan will. The extended cut will be so bad. Dan changes his mind. I hope Let's, not. Let's, let's see what could happen, huh? Next week, join us there, won't you? And join us on social media. We haven't done one of these in a minute. Yeah. Uh, I'm really just going to give you the Instagram. I'm not touching the Facebook or the Twitter at this point. If you, if you come find us in droves, we'll go ahead and up the ante. But uh, otherwise, we're really just getting engagement on Instagram, and that's fine. That's where we're at as a society. Facebook's Instagram. We're out of the podcast there. Super simple. And email us the real out of the podcast at gmail.com. If you got anything to say, maybe a movie suggestion, is something you want to hear the lads cover, we'll consider it. Who questions?
1: Knows? Yeah, questions, questions about about how we you know come up with movies? How we t- how we how do we come them? up with our
0: great ideas? You know? Yeah. You, how do how do we go from
1: King of the Hill? How do we get King of the Hill out, out, out talking about Hitchhiker? I don't know. Maybe a lot we of people don't it? know that
0: we write this podcast Dan. this is a script we're performing from. Yes. It sounds very yeah. natural, but that's just because we're good writers. Exactly. We're yes. also doing accents too, so. Yes. Maybe one day we'll meet you in person and you can get to see the real us.
1: Well, that's why they have to email us. because it's the. It's that's the, why you have to the,
0: email or follow us on Instagram. Yes. Well, I'm saying we, we
1: are the, the real out of the okay. podcast. So that, that's, why that's why you have to email us to find out what's real.
0: That's right. With email, we can't mess around. You got to know what's true, what's real. Yeah. And it's the real out of the podcast at gmail.com. You'll only get hey. the realist. Rate and review us on iTunes if you want. I keep hearing podcasts say this. Uh, it seems like it helps your visibility. I don't know. could hurt. Maybe if you don't have to review us, but give us a rating if you don't mind. Yeah.
1: Maybe say something uh, nice. Or mean. Or mean. Yeah. Just say something. Say just something. Say something. Say something.
0: Come on. Are you there? Is this thing on Tappa Tappa? I don't want to actually tap the mic. That's not fun for years. <laughs> I like, the way, you, I like just the way you said tappa tappa. Tapa, tappa tappa, yeah. <laughs> That's the note we had on, folks. And until then, until next week, here's, here's crime. the crime. Here's the crime.